Do you want to start a business to give your family more freedom? Do you desire to have a marriage that makes your friends jealous? Do you want to spend more quality time with your children? We are your hosts, Matt and Jocelyn Woodruff, and we cannot wait to share this journey with you. Welcome to our family-friendly podcast. Join our conversations where we talk about how to build a business that will give us the freedom we choose. Welcome to the Family Life Movement Podcast. Corey, you have done some amazing things. Not only have you done some amazing things, you're busy, you've got a family, you're married, you've got kids, you're building up this business. So tell me a little bit about how you define work-life balance. It's a great question. I think the first thing that comes to mind is that it's not work-life balance, it's just life. And when we start thinking about it as work-life balance, we've got to, we're really kind of making a, like we're distinguishing the two things as two separate things. I don't think they are two separate things. I think it's, it's one thing. Um, hopefully you're fulfilled in your work, just like you're fulfilled in the rest of, you know, kind of the rest of your life. And if you're not, then I think that's why people kind of think of it as balance. I need to find balance. I need to, um, you know, make sure I separate my time and this and that, but I just think of it as one thing. It's all working together. It's all rowing in one direction. And if it's not rowing in one direction, uh, something needs to change. So ideally your work is just a part of kind of the rest of your life and, and something that you're excited about and, you know, driven by and inspired by, if that's not the case, um, you know, I recognize that not everybody's in that position. Um, but I certainly wouldn't think of trying to separate the two. I think making them one is going to be much more helpful. I really like how you worded that, you know, it's all one life (laughs) and yeah. Um, do you have any like suggestions, I guess you could say, for those of us who um, feel like we're struggling to, um, like if I'm at home and I'm trying to do work and the kids are begging for my attention, you know, like how do you, how do you um, reach that, I guess, <laughs> approach that? Yeah, I mean, look, it's obviously tough with young kids, right? I've got- well, yeah. Like my, my three-year-old, good luck saying to him, like, okay, mom and dad are just talking for a second, you know, give us a minute. And he's like, sure, but what about this? And I want to talk about this. So um, it, it's not, I'm not saying that part's easy, but it is important to kind of have boundaries and, and really strong, firm boundaries. Mm-hmm. I hear people throwing around the term non-negotiables all the time, deal breakers. But if you're not treating it like a deal breaker, if you're not treating it like a non-negotiable, then it's very much negotiable. You know, like, okay, I'm going to be in bed every night by like nine o'clock to make sure I get my eight hours, non-negotiable. Well, when you're going to bed at 1030, it's very negotiable. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to make sure that I, I'm done work every day at five because then I'm a dad or then I'm a mom and then I'm with my family. And well, not if you're working till nine, right? So um, I think we need to understand what non-negotiable actually means and then decide what our priorities are in life mm-hmm. and really be intentional about them. And I live life in, in hierarchy, and I think we, we should all do that. Or should, I don't like to say should, but uh, if we want life to be simpler and more uh, enjoyable and more fulfilling and be happier people, yeah, we should um, work life in a hierarchy. So what are the most important things? Treat them like they're the most important things. And that doesn't mean that if you say, like, I, I try to be very firm on, you know, my workday stops when it's, you know, five o'clock and now it's time to be a dad and time to be a husband and spend time with my family and I'll, you know, occasionally squeeze in an hour later in the night or something, but um, that doesn't mean that I would never, ever work past five o'clock if something 
was pressing or something needed to be done, but it certainly can't be the norm because that then you're just, you're just kind of going with the flow of everything and it doesn't work when you're not being intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this word intentional. And the one word that you really hit on, I'd love to dive a little deeper on is this idea of boundaries. So I think as parents, it's really difficult sometimes to sit here and say, Hey kids, you know, mommy and daddy or mommy or daddy has to do stuff. What are some good ways, practical ways that we can put boundaries up with our family, maybe our spouse, maybe our kids so that we can make sure that we're getting stuff done and making sure that our family is a priority. Yeah. So let's again, think of boundaries as like non-negotiables, right? So, I'll hear from parents, for example, something like, and this is, you know, maybe for younger parents, but, you know, my kid doesn't listen to me when I talk to them, but I'll say, well, what happens when you're crossing the street and they want to cross the street by themselves? What happens? Like, oh, well, they listen. It's like, well, why do they listen? No, they, they don't. You're shaking your head now, right? Um, but, but the reason is like, you won't, you won't let it happen any other way. You're not going to let like your three-year-old run across the street by themselves. You mean business and you're not taking no for an answer there. But in so much of the rest of your life, you don't really mean business, do you? You're kind of like, I hope you listen to me. I hope you do this thing that, I, that I'm kind of suggesting. And, and kids are smart. You know, smart there. My three-year-old's like this, one of the smartest people I know. Um, and when I don't mean business, he knows it. He knows how to play me when I let him play me, but that's entirely on me. So let's not look for our kids to set these boundaries. Like we got to set them ourselves, right? We've got to say, this is when it's bedtime. This is when it's time to like, eat dinner or take a bath or whatever it is. And you know what? Now it's our time. Now I'm not saying kids listen with just cause you say like eight o'clock bedtime, don't call us. But um, <laughs> I think the the better we can get at enforcing those boundaries ourselves There's there's no perfect way of doing this. There's no uh, you know, I'm the parent with no problem, no pushback from my kids. It's like, that's, that's definitely not going to happen ever. But um but you do, again, this comes back to being intentional, right? So if, if my son's making bedtime like a lot longer because he's really stretching it out and uh, we'll just make sure we start the routine earlier so that we're not eating too much into our time and, and things like that. Um, you know, what is non-negotiable and what's, what's not? What do you prioritize? What do you not prioritize? Yeah, I, I really like how you broke that down. I think, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was shaking my head no about the whole, uh, my five-year-old um, almost did run out into the street because she mm. did not listen to us when we were screaming at her to stop. It was the most terrifying moment of my life. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think she did react differently because she heard the fear in my voice. You know, mm. I don't know if the fear was the right word, but what she picked up on, but um what on all other days (laughs) no (laughs) no uh and and she she's she's getting better at it It, it's i think it's just a maturity thing um Mm. so um what about um self-care and morning routines what do you do to get ready Mm. for your day and and unwind at the end of your day yeah so self-care is is huge i think there's one of those things that we talk about is like i'd love to take better care of myself well let's not make it a wish let's make it a reality uh, it is so important to take care of yourself. Think of it this way, especially as parents, right? We want to take care of everybody in our lives. You want to be there for your your partner, for your kids, for everybody, really. I mean, the people that you work with, your friends, your family. And it's so easy to kind of put everybody else first. And what happens then is you're just draining yourself, giving, giving, giving all the time, never taking care of yourself, never recharging your batteries. 
if you care about taking care of other people, then you have to take care of yourself. So you have more to give them. What is the point of giving 50% of yourself to your family or to your work or something like that? 50% of yourself, hundred percent of the time, you'd be way better off giving hundred percent of yourself 50% of the time. We don't think of it that way. It's always trying to squeeze out that extra hour, even if that extra hour is like fractionally effective. So I start my day. Very first thing I do in the morning is just drink a big glass of water and then right into my morning meditation. Uh, I meditate for about 20, 25 minutes every morning. Um, that's kind of the cornerstone of my day. Uh, the odd time when I miss that, I just feel it for the whole day. Something's off. Um, but that really gets me going. Um, I've experimented with different types of morning routines in the morning. Um, you know, like kind of that first thing you do. Um, I was a big fan of this two minute um, exercise routine that I would do every morning, just um, kind of 20, 25 push-ups, 20 air squats, and a minute of planking. And that would take two minutes to do. Um, so for anybody who says they don't have time to exercise, you got time to do that, I promise you. Um, and so that, that was a big one, I really like that. Right now it's trying to kind of jam too many things in at once. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be really problematic. And so I just make sure that I one focus on getting that meditation in and, and doing it right. Um, eating a big healthy breakfast. I eat a very similar breakfast every day and it's, it's a, you know, a nice healthy one, it gets me going right. Drink a, a cup of matcha tea. Um, which I love and you know, so much else of my morning is dictated by getting a one and a three-year-old to school and getting their snowsuits on and things like that. Um, <laughs> trying to preserve a little bit of sanity before I start my work day. Um, but yeah, I think making sure that you start your day off right is really important. Um, I've also heard a lot from parents. They say, well, look, I need my sleep, right? And to get up like 20 minutes or a half an hour earlier and give up on that sleep is something I can't do. I, I can tell you this, that without fail, the days where I get woken up by my kids versus waking up on my own, doing my own routine, and then having them get up, those days are completely different. Yeah. You never shake off at any point, point in your day that being woken up by screaming kids. It's just, <laughs> right? You're stressed, you're rattled, like that's your day. Um, and so get up a half an hour earlier. Take care of yourself. If you got a shower, if you need you know, just a little bit of time to, to meditate or breathe or just not be surrounded by madness. Um, do it because it's going to save your day and it's going to set you up for the rest of the day uh, to succeed. Uh, and on the sleep end of it, that starts the night before, mm. right? If you were worried about giving up that half an hour in the morning, then it is definitely worth going to bed a half an hour earlier. Um, and you asked me about winding down at the end of the day. A lot of people I hear say, you know, I need my wind down time though. I need to like watch TV for a couple of hours or something like that. You know what you do until you don't anymore and then you don't miss it. So I used to be the exact same. I needed to like watch TV for an hour or two to wind down. Yeah. I just don't do that anymore because something's got to give, right? Something's got to go when, when you're trying to pack more things into your life and prioritize things. So um, I wind down really by making sure I... You know, I take a shower before bed, I go into bed, I stretch. Um, Oftentimes I'll read, I'll do kind of like a mini meditation, just, you know, do some breathing. Um, Take a melatonin sometimes, that that really helps. And, um, And just, I think the most important thing about that wind down is when you train your body to kind of be on a clock. When it's, you know, nine o'clock, you start getting tired. When it's 9.30, you're sleepy. When it's 10 o'clock, you're out. Um, but when your bedtimes are all, all over the place, you're going to bed too late or you're on your phone too much before bed and getting that, 
that, that uh, blue light and the um, distraction, the digital distraction, it's tough. So, you know, it's, but I, I know I'm kind of throwing a lot out there and maybe for somebody who's thinking like, I don't have a morning routine and I don't have a nighttime routine. And, um, you know, I don't have kind of all of these things and this sounds like so much. I, I hear you. And I would say, please don't start with so much. Please pick like one thing. In fact, right now in the mental gym, we're doing a morning routine challenge for our members. And the, the way it started and really for, we're two weeks into it now. And it's been pick one super simple thing that you cannot screw up. Like it is so simple that you cannot screw up. And that's what we're focusing on getting right. So for some, some of our members, it's drinking a glass of water when they get up. Awesome. Focus on drinking that glass of water. For some of our members, it's not hitting the snooze button in the morning. Awesome. Just nail that one thing. And when you nail that one thing and you get it right and it becomes routine, then you can add to it and then you can add to it. And then it's locked down. It's not like I'm going to do 20 things at once and I can promise you, you're going to do none of them right and they're not going to be sustainable. So then what's the point? Mm -hmm. um, always bite off little pieces. I, I like that. I think that's critical um, is, is doing it in, in chunks and starting baby steps, <laughs> you know, baby starting, steps. starting with one works. thing, making sure you have that before you add. Yeah. Everything. And I get it. We're so yeah. impatient, right? Yes. Nobody wants to wait. Everybody wants life to be like the matrix where you just plug it into your brain and learn Kung Fu in two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like that would be great. I'm with you. But <laughs> in absence of that, I would so much rather you set yourself up to succeed and su su succeed in a, a sustainable way, right? A way that lasts for you and builds and builds your confidence in yourself and the results you're trying to get in your life rather than trying to overhaul your life in a day or a week and then just you're running on willpower there and willpower yeah. does not last. It just doesn't. Yeah, so. there's something so powerful about waking up, starting your day the same every single day. One of the things that I do, apart from drinking a, a, a bottle of water, is that I weigh myself. And what I do, and the reason why I weigh myself is I keep that front of mind awareness of confidence and success and trying to accomplish my goals, understanding that I have accomplished something yeah. Uh, as far as you know, I, I've, I've lost a little bit of weight. And at the same time, I see the destination of where I'm going and I can keep that front of mind awareness. So when we're talking about routines, what do you think most people are missing when it comes to routines, especially when routines are so essential to set people up for success? Having a routine is what I'd say. <laughs> most people are missing having a routine. Um, yeah. And, and or having a routine that's right for them. Mm. So it's great learning from other people. You know, I heard this person does this routine, this person does this routine, reading about all these like top level CEOs and their morning routines, all that's great stuff. But what you got to do is experiment and see what works for you because it's, it's very likely that it's not going to work. You know, someone else's thing's not going to work for you. That's just life, by the way, not just morning routines. Um, but yeah, find something that starts for you and start with an intention of what you're trying to get out of it. Like don't have a routine just because it sounds good to have a routine, have a routine because you're very clear on if I do this right, it will lead to X, Y, Z, whatever I'm trying to work towards. Um, because when you're clear on what you're trying to work towards and why that's so important to you, and I want to emphasize the why it's so important to you, which is more important than what you're trying to achieve. Um, when you're really clear on that, then you can start putting in the pieces that fit that. Hmm. Otherwise, you're kind of just grasping at straws and hoping that something, you know, shapes your life the way you want it to. Yeah, if you're not doing something intentionally, then you're not really going anywhere intentionally. 
Well, you're going somewhere. You just don't know where you're going. <laughs> exactly. Right? You're like, not going uh, someplace intentionally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love, you know, I heard the expression when I was a kid that if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what does success mean to you? Um, it's a fantastic question because I know that everybody, um, before I answer that, I, I just want to say that, that it's a question that I'll ask all, all my students and all members of the mental gym and really of all the work that I've done even previous to the mental gym. And I'd say, uh, especially if I'm in a room with people and I'd say, who wants to be successful? And all the hands go up and I'd say, what does that mean? And all the hands go down. Um, because most of us aren't clear on what success means to us. It's, um, hmm. There's an idea of what it looks like. There's the version of success that we were taught as kids, kind of what matters and how you would define success. But it's kind of like we were just saying about the morning routine. If you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, then why are you doing it? And if you're not clear on where you're headed, then any road will get you there. And I think that that's how most people um, uh, kind of address success. So for me, it starts with, and kind of starts and finishes with one most important thing and that's happiness and fulfillment. Mm. Um, I think of life very much as a, is a big long game that I'm playing. And at some point I'm going to be at the end of the game and I'm going to be looking back on my life and I'm going to have to evaluate. Uh, I'm going to give myself a score from one to 10. And the thing I'm scoring myself on is happiness and fulfillment. What kind of a life did I live? Who am I and what kind of a life did I live? And if I can't give myself a 10, then I think I'm doing something wrong and I need to change it now. So the only answer that's acceptable to me is 10. I'm in this game to live my 10. Now, how do you live your 10? How do you find that, that happiness, that fulfillment in your life? Uh, I think that it comes down to, I believe in three pillars of that 10. One of them is realizing your potential. You, I don't believe you can live your 10 unless you really realize your potential in life, find out who you're capable of being and live your life as that person. Um, and that doesn't mean you need to do these big, bold things with your life. I mean, for some people it is that, and for some people it's not, but it just means being who you really are and not holding back. Um, number two is purpose. You've got to find a way to contribute something back to the world, to matter in the world, to live a life that matters, to be a part of something that matters. Again, however you define that, but that's got to be in there and meaningful relationships. Um, the, you know, make the most important relationships in your life, the most important things in the world. And when you get those three potential purpose and relationships, you're going to live your 10. Mm. I don't see how you wouldn't live your 10, mm -hmm. but if your version of success is, you know, just make money for the sake of making money so I can look good on Instagram and check a few boxes and make my friends be a little bit jealous of me or whatever that is. I don't know, but it's, it's empty. It's, you're never going to find what you're looking for. And I'm not saying that money is a bad thing. I don't think money's bad. I don't think making money's bad by all means, make a billion dollars, help a billion people. Um, but, but I just think however you define success, I'm going to keep using this word intentional, but you've got to be intentional about it. It can't be a, I'll just figure out success. Maybe one day if I stumble on it, Know what you're working towards. Know what matters. You're putting in hours and hours and hours every day on what you think success means. Get clear on what you think it means. I feel like uh, I hear this word in just about every interview we do, be intentional. <laughs> yeah, it's so critical. Yeah, I'm really seeing that as a theme. One of the things that I love about what you're talking here 
is that in order to live, live your 10, it's not about the external forces. It's not about willpower. It's not about things pushing you towards the goals. There's got to be a, a pull from inside. You know, realizing your potential. That's something that's a, that's a mindset thing. Yep. It's not something that you, it's not a material possession. It's not something that you get. It's something that you've got to give, something that you've got to start with. Understanding and living out your purpose. Again, mindset. It's not something, it's not as simple as, you know, money or new cars and stuff like that. It's not external. And then again, meaningful relationships, being intentional with your marriage, with your children. Again, having that mindset to where you have to understand that these things come first. So it, it all starts with mindset is what I'm, I'm hearing you hear, uh, is what I'm hearing you say. So what does mindset mean to you and how can we go and improve our mindset so that we can go and start living that thing? Yeah. So I think one of the mistakes that we make and why we make it so much harder on ourselves is we focus too much on what we want, what we, the things we want, be it material or just what we want to achieve even. And I think we need to shift that focus to who do you want to be? Who do you want to be in this world? How do you want to show up every day? Focus on who you want to be. Focus on why you want to be that person and why becoming that person you're capable of being is so important to you. And I'll teach this to all, my, all our members, all my students, anybody that I've ever worked with is we'll focus on the who and the what will take care of itself. But we're going to nail that who. We're going to help you become that version of yourself that you've deep down always believed you could be. You might not have known how to get from here to there. We're going to do that. We're going to take care of that for you. We're going to help you. But you just, this is where we got to turn your focus. Um, and I think when we do that, because you've got thousands of decisions you're going to make every day. You're not, not everyone's like, you know, top of mind. You're not thinking, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, things like that. But there are a lot of decisions that you do have to make. And if your focus is on one specific thing or, you know, certain what things that might not get to play out in all of your decision-making, but when you're focusing on who you want to be, there are so many opportunities in every single day to define exactly who you want to be and to become that person. And so you do, and you just start thinking and making decisions and taking actions consistently with that version of you that you want to be, which then helps you become that version of you that you want to be. Um, really in an intuitive way. Like it's not hard work. I'm not saying it's no work. It takes effort, but anything takes effort. Um, but it's not hard work. And it's, it's just, it's actually easier being that person than it is being a version of yourself that you've been trying to be that isn't right for you. Um, so I think when we're talking about mindset, that's where it starts. And then, I mean, really everything comes from there. You know, what are the principles that guide your life? Um, what are those non-negotiable principles? Mm. How intentional are you? How committed are you? Uh, you know, again, this is just going to keep coming back to who do I want to be and what kind of life do I want to live? Um, and when you get your mindset around that and you keep pushing forward, just like we were saying before, baby steps every day, just a little bit better every day. I just got to be a little bit better than I was yesterday. Um, then great things will happen for you and they really will. But th that's where it starts. And I'm kind of simplifying mindset here. There's so many pieces of it, but those are, those are some of the big ones for sure. Yeah, I think there's so many people that we forget about the small stuff. I'll never forget. I have, I'm in a mastermind with a gentleman by the name of Mark Delaney. Mark, if you're listening, hi. Uh, and 
one of the things I love about what he says is he says, I don't want to do something. I want to become the man to do something. So for example, in, yes, love in that. losing weight, my example, I don't want to lose weight. I want to become the man that loses weight. And so when we do yeah. that, we're no longer focusing on those, the small nitty gritty. So, you know, and, and, and just losing weight again, that's front of mind awareness. Sure. It's not about, you know, going out and eating healthy and, and, and stuff like that, eating a whole bunch of salads, weighing myself and, and all this different stuff. It's about becoming the man who immerses himself in those things and becoming the person who wants to lose weight instead of the man, uh, instead of just losing weight, if that makes sense. You are entirely speaking my language. <laughs> uh, that makes all the sense in the world because that's the cornerstone of, of everything in, in the work that I do. Um, I've helped a lot of people lose weight, but I haven't helped any one of them lose weight, yep. right? Like I've never said, okay, let's help you lose weight. But exactly like you said, let's just help you become the person that you want to be. Well, the person that you want to be exercises, eats right, takes care of themselves, um, help people like quit smoking, stop drinking, all of these habits that you want to change in your life, start exercising way more, eating better, all losing weight, yada, yada, yada. Um, all by focusing on this one thing of just helping you become that version of yourself that you want to be. And so again, that way, it's not about willpower. It's not about I find it, it's very difficult to make an intentionally bad decision for yourself. When you feel like it's inconsistent with who you are, it's yeah. hard to make that decision, right? Like it's hard, I don't know, it's hard to just like go be racist, for example, yeah. right? <laughs> like it's hard to just like stop loving your kids. It's, <laughs> it's so inconsistent with who you are. And so we try to make the same thing out of the just, you know, the good and bad habits in life. Mm. It's just, it make it easy for you to, do the right things and make it hard for you to do the wrong ones. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so what are some of those habits that people need to be adding to their day? Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to talk about specific habits so much. Like, you know, we talk about morning routine and things like yeah. that, which is, is huge. And, you know, I'm big on things like, you know, meditation and, you know, I think everybody should uh, consider having a, you know, a little bit of gratitude practice in their day. And, um, being intentional about their goals for the day, things like that, having boundaries in their day. All these are great things. But um, I think this is going to be more of a mindset habit of, of owning your life, taking complete responsibility for everything, refusing to be a victim in anything, right? No blame, no excuses, no poor me, no, this is my situation, no bad luck, no, people are doing this to me or this is happening to me. Like none of that, just owning it all and living your 10 making that your non-negotiable that I am in this for my 10 and my decisions will be guided by my quest for my 10. And when you adopt those two principles in your life, really, and, and in our work in the personal greatness project and the mental gym, it, there are lots of important principles at play, but those are the two that are at the top of the pyramid, own your life and live your 10. And if you learn nothing else, master those two and you will live an incredible life. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there, when you really have those front of mind, you're going to see how many opportunities there are in every single day to make a decision one way or the other, either owning your life or not owning your life, either living your 10 or not living your 10. Um, and let's make it really simple and think about it like that. I'm either doing it or I'm not yes or no is or isn't black and white. And when you can do that, you'll see how much opportunity you have. And I think if we just start going through our days with those two things, top of mind, um, we're going to notice a trajectory change pretty quickly.
Thank you for listening to the Family Life Movement Podcast. I hope you had as much fun as we did. To hear our thoughts on the podcast and to continue this conversation, join our free Facebook group by searching for the Family Life Movement. See the show notes for links to our guest social media and websites and any resources that were mentioned will also be linked in the show notes. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please go rate and review and send us a screenshot and we will send you a special access gift. Join us next time for more conversations, tips, and tricks on growing your business around your family. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.